Hey, Dougie. Hey, Kevin. It's here. It is. It is here. It's the Frothies. You look great in your suit and tie. Thank you. Who is it? Do you know? Who is? Who's? Who's? Who are you wearing? Myself. <laughs> look, you had it handed right up to you today, this year especially. You could have just said Gucci. <laughs> oh, it's one of the films nominated. It's a. a it's suit a good film. <laughs> I'm sorry you threw me that line. I just wasn't. I didn't that catch it. Was uh, it, to use a sports analogy that some of you might understand, it was a, a touchdown. swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're correct, sir. Uh, tonight is the. Fox. I'm wearing Gucci. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> uh, let's just get to the show. All right. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in and I got to put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation! Films that inspire hope. I'm going to see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm going to build things. Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? All right, Dougie. Looking good in your Gucci suit. <laughs> yes. Gucci, Gucci. Uh, so tonight is the Frothies. Yep. It is not your typical awards. No. Or it is not your typical podcast. Right. Last night was the Academy Awards. Indeed. Now, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, I I hate to show any, any excitement because tonight's really the awards yes. people will be talking about. Now, we're not going to comment on the Academy Awards because... We're actually recording this a few days before so that we can have time to edit it and uh, and release it Monday. Right. And if they're anything like our awards, then they go on they too stole long. them. <laughs> yeah. And they go on too long. Like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tonight's format, you and I are going to go back and forth giving off our top nine films. Right. At the end of our... Uh, basically seems like there should be 10 once we get to our number two films and we tell the audience our number two films we are going to get called on live at the frothies where we will do our uh our announcement of the frothies which is if you've been listening for a long time you probably voted we got a great turnout this year we did thank you by the way and if you haven't uh tuned in before Every year, the listeners get to pick the movies and the actors and actresses that should have won the award. Yes. Um, and they will win the frothy. So, And we, we put out a list and uh, give you some time to put your choices in, and then we tabulate them. And, and then tonight is the night where we read off the winners. I know. I'm really I'm excited. pretty excited. It is, uh, it is both our listeners, some of our listeners' favorite 
episode of the year. It is one of my favorite episodes of the year. Most certainly is. Uh, it's, it's a great time. It is. Uh, so. Shall we get to it? Let's get to it. All right. Before we get into our top 10. Yes. Do you have any honorable mentions? Oh, I do. I have two honorable mentions. The first one is West Side Story, which was a Steven Spielberg's great accomplishment with a well-known story, uh, uh, retelling it in a way that was uh, somewhat magical. It it just uh, it was well done, uh, especially uh, Rachel Ziegler, uh, who played Maria. It it uh, it just didn't quite crack the top ten. That actually really surprises me. Huh. Uh, I thought it was going to make your top 10. Really? So we're already in for some fun surprises, I think. I think, I, I think you are. That's exactly right. Then my, then my second uh, honorable mention is Licorice Pizza. Oh, so that's great. It Thank will have you, come Dougie. in. Yeah, it will have come <laughs> in 11th. <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a good movie. Uh, I just like some of these other movies better. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. great. Um. I have a couple of honorable mentions All right, before we get started. Uh, one that I really wanted to uh, mention, it made it on my list at number 12, and it's called The Fallout. Oh. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it on the show. Right. I, I don't even, I didn't see it. So. Uh, first of all, there's this wonderful performance by Jenny or Jennifer Ortega, um, and it is the fallout of a school shooting. Oh, and uh, this was a gut wrenching story, but not in the way that you might think. It really did not glorify the actual event. Uh, The event does happen on screen, but it focuses on these two girls who are hiding in the bathroom Mm. while it happens. And then uh, this third boy joins them. He runs in from the hallway Uh, and that happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie. And then the rest of the movie is just about their emotional reaction. Oh, and sure. Like, and, and the fallout of like what these actions yeah. do. Um, it was tremendously well, like tremendously well filmed, but it was really tasteful. It, it didn't feel like this. It didn't feel like it was extorting anything. That's the word I was looking for. Um, it, it felt really honest and really genuine. Yeah. And it, it, you know, I have young kids and right. those things, you know, bother. They should bother everyone. Yes, but this they movie should. was just really tasteful, and this this girl is so good. She actually uh, was a big character in the new Scream film. Who, uh, did you say her name? It, right? Jenny Ortega. Oh, is right. What I think it is. Um, and man, uh, I really liked it. So that was my number twelve. Uh, my number eleven, I think, has a possibility of showing up on your list, and it's made the the listeners' list quite a bit. So uh, we're not gonna. Sp- Oil anything specifically, but the movie in my number eleven spot would be Don't Look Up. Ah, right. Okay, yeah. Those those are all worthy movies. And should I do my number ten? Now? I think you should do number ten. Okay, so I need to explain. I think <laughs> our regular listeners will understand this because you probably by now understand me a little bit. In my list are going to be ten movies that I really like. They may not be masterpieces, <laughs> and you may uh, argue with them, but I liked them, and I think that's my part of this show, is I'm just the old guy who 
watches movies, and sometimes I like them, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> so my number ten is Red Notice. Great. Yeah, it's not a it's not necessarily a cinematic masterpiece, but it's it's fun to watch. The stars are charismatic. It's a fun story. I don't think it's quite as predictable as some people think. I mean, you ex- you expect there'll be lots of twists and turns. Sure. It's just a really fun movie. It's my number 10. Well, and you know, kind of like what you said, uh the movies that are on this li- on our lists are your and my picks. Uh and we're picking movies that we loved, yeah. not necessarily yeah. the most best well made. We'll save that for the the official critics and stuff. This right. is because we're not official are critics. Just in case you hadn't guessed, movie lovers, and yeah. we and we like what we like. So that's exactly right. I was sitting down, Kevin, trying to do this, and I wrote on these little pieces of paper, which I just dropped. <laughs> uh, my favorite, mo- my favorite movies. I had about twenty, and I was organizing them, and and then I started to put them in, and. Pretty soon, I th- I was I was thinking, you know what? I'm not really a movie critic. <laughs> and some of these movies, I I thought they were good movies, but I didn't necessarily like them that well. And so I rearranged my list completely from there. And what you're going to get tonight is ten movies I liked a lot. <laughs> um, that's great. And yeah. your list and my list are is similar in that level. I just happen to like a different style of film than you do. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I wouldn't think... necessarily call you a movie critic, but you are much more in tune to the process of making movies and cinematography and plots and yeah, things like that yeah. than I am. I'm well, just a grumpy old man going to the movies. And, yeah, and and I'm much less interested in being entertained yeah. as being moved. Yeah. Um, which is why you're going to hear my list a lot different than you're gonna, you're going to shake your head at right. some of mine. <laughs> well. In fact, you might shake your head at my number 10. All right, let's hear it. Uh, this was a film that I found incredibly inspiring and moving and darkly funny, yet also darkly real and depressing. The movie is Bo Burnham's Inside. And I don't object to that because I watched it with you and I thought it, I thought it was definitely... All those things you said. Yeah. It just didn't make my top list. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, what else made your list, Dougie? What well, about your number nine? Number nine. Number nine is a recent addition because it was just plain a lot of fun. And it's really weird because it's the newest Spider-Man. Oh, Homecoming, yeah. Yeah. Or no, not Homecoming. No. Spider-Verse or something like you that. You know, they have like five different names yeah. and I can't ever remember them. So After- that's how professional <laughs> I am. Yeah, the the one that just came out that has uh, three of the old Spider-Men come back in this movie and play a significant part in it. Yeah. And it's just really fun. I think I I, I really like the nostalgic piece and uh, I'm not a huge Spider-Man fan, but this one was a lot, this one was more fun, more interesting. A lot of uh, backstory. Uh just I just really enjoyed it. That's great. So, I didn't watch I didn't watch it. Yeah. I'm not opposed to watching it and everything I've heard about it was just great. Yeah. Um I will watch it when it comes to Disney Plus. Yeah. Um for free. I just I was just so happy when Endgame happened that it took all the pressure off of watching any Marvel films. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll watch a few, you know, you yeah, and I yeah. watched and reviewed Black Widow, which won't make my list. Uh um 
I can't say yet. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've heard great things about it, so I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, number nine for me, and and some people may laugh that an anim an animated film made my top ten. <laughs> uh, Encanto is ah. my number nine. I love the message. I love the music. I love the characters. I love the animation. I loved basically everything about it. And uh, if you have young children, you will know that whatever the big Disney Pixar musical is most recent is the songs you have on your <laughs> uh, Alexas or Spotify yeah, accounts. Right. And uh, this so far, this uh, this soundtrack has yet to bother me. It's been playing basically nonstop for about eight months <laughs> it's it's a charming little film that has grown on me uh over time when i first watched it i don't know that i liked it that much it wasn't one of those that were oh man i'm gonna be singing these songs forever it wasn't like that but as as i as i watched it again it's much better on a second viewing um i began to really kind of like it yeah i say this because my number eight is Encanto. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. I thought it was a fun film. Yeah. Uh, great characters, fun characters. Uh, and there's no denying I do sing uh, about Bruno. <laughs> Excellent. My number eight is a lot less animated. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is uh, It is Kenneth Bromall's Belfast. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's a quiet film. It's a sneaker. I wasn't sure it was going to make my list upon the initial viewing, but as I'm compiling my list, you know, I keep my list kind of active throughout the whole year as right. I watch things on Letterboxd. Right. And right. as I rearrange it before tonight, I just kept thinking, well, I liked Belfast better than I liked this, you know? Yeah. And, Interesting. Uh, you know, a lot of the times you look at a list. So this year in 2021, let's just. Let's just rephrase. In the year of the films that came out in 2021, I watched 84 of them before Ooh. this show. And a lot of them have the same scores. A lot of three and a halfs. Yes. A lot of fours. A few less four and a half. So a few and, and even less fives. However, as I do my list at the end of the year, what has staying power? What has, you know, what films have like, you can't I don't judge films on rewatchability, but at the mm. end, if I'm looking at two films that have a four or four and a half rating and I want to see one more again, you know, it kind of squeaks up. And I just I had such a such a great time watching Belfast and it was just so pleasant to me. You know, that's interesting that you would say that. Uh I don't want to cut you off here. I was uh, done. Because uh, I watched Belfast the other night. Actually put out the six bucks to watch it. And I had heard you talk about it and how pleasant it was. And I watched it. And to me, it was gut-wrenching. <laughs> it really was. It was just heartbreaking what all those people were going through. And I'm not saying your reaction to it. You know, your reaction is your reaction. You saw it as this heartwarming story of this boy's... Uh, uh, growing up, yeah, yeah, is yeah. becoming a, becoming a, a person, kind yeah, of, yeah. And I saw it as this terrible, uh, terrible true story of the troubles in uh, Ireland, and and 
how it actually just echoes into today's news and all. Now, granted, I didn't I didn't think this was a fairy tale. No. Uh, but I just was focusing on the story. I mean that right. this the the troubles in you know the seventies in the Ireland were the backdrop to this boy growing up. So right. Uh, so yeah, and it, they're and they're an important part of the film. But I just love the the human resilience yeah. of this family because it wasn't about trying, the troubles. Uh, see, in my mind, it was it was a little more about the troubles than that. Okay, but, that's fair. But yeah, it yeah. plays a significant element, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, but I I I I can see what you thought. We reacted to it very different. But in thinking, the more I thought about it, the, the more I realized it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah, that's why it's my number seven. Are you kidding me? I kid you not. <laughs> and it's becoming, uh, it, this won't stay this way, but right now it's looking like we shared list and decided to just pick the same movies. <laughs> I know for I know, a, I know a it fact will not <laughs> that there are three films on my list that will not make your list. And there's a couple of my, on my <laughs> That won't make yours. Okay, so are we on number seven? You just did your seven, right? I believe right? it's number seven. If if we didn't, we're going to be in a world of mess here. So. so you did seven, which was Belfast, right? Yes. Okay, my number seven, <laughs> this is funny because this might probably be on your list, is The Dig. Okay, go ahead because I thought that The Dig, well, just a little caveat, I love The Dig. I know and you. Did. I would have placed it very high on my list. I didn't put it on my list because I believe it was eligible for 2020 films awards. Oh, and so I didn't put it on my list. I know it says it came out in 2021, so technically, yes, it can be on your list. But I think it actually had nominations from 2020. So it's one of those hard things. It's, yeah. I'm just, I'm explaining, what I'm doing basically is agreeing with you. It's a great, great film. And it's right, it's right in my wheelhouse, you know, with the archaeology and the human story and all that. That is, it's great. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, No, I, when I look at lists, I go off of uh, when it was wide released, usually. Ah. Unless it has a wide release in like January or February of the following year, like some of the, I mean, we can get go on and yeah, on about sure. how movies are nominated, but like right. for me, a movie that plays at a festival in 2020 but doesn't even become available for any of the public until 2021, uh-huh. that that's a 2021 film, right? To me. Um, well, you know that's fair enough. I, I I missed the boat on it because I would have had I would have ranked it even higher than this. Yeah, it would have been up there towards the top for me. Sure, maybe not the top. I'm curious maybe about. So. I will have to talk about that when you get All there. Right. But uh, but yeah, love the dig. Uh, what was your number five? Oh, I don't no, know. I just have to take a moment. I'm glad you love the dig. It's a good movie. It is a good it's, movie. And it is a really beautiful. good movie. It's yeah. really well filmed. Okay, so mine was was a little film. was not out long. I just found it really touching. It's called A Map of Tiny Perfect Things. I remember. We talked about this. Yeah. We, you reviewed it on a, on a Just a Sip episode. Yeah, and I really liked the film. 
So no, uh, you reviewed it on a ketchup. So oh, we, could we that... talked about a bunch of films, so we didn't spend long on it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a we we won't spend time getting into it, but uh, it uh, it was an interesting film. Um, basically, these two kids living the same day, but not like a Groundhog's Day so much. She didn't want to break back into uh, r- the real life. Right. Right. She wants to stay reasons. in the loop. Yeah, right, right, she right. does. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, I missed it. I never I never did catch up with it. It sounded interesting to me, but Yeah. It it was a really good little film. So yeah, it's my number what is it? Six? six? Yeah. All right. Okay. My number six was a little film that came out early in the year last year and I loved it. And I still love it, and it's on HBO Max right now, and I'll watch it again and again. <laughs> Bob Odenkirk in the movie Nobody. I love that movie. It's so fun. Yeah, a little John Wick, a little Born Supremacy, or little Born Identity, and just a lot of fun. It really is uh, very violent. If you're oh if you're yeah, thinking it's about violent, watching it. uh, super violent, fun character like. It's 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 an action movie that's worth a watch. Yeah, there's not yeah. many of those. There's a lot of great action movies. As I would, you know, I don't I don't want to diss your positioning of Red Notice, you know, because that's not what we're here for. Right. But like a Red Notice film is a great throw on in the background action movie. Uh, but nobody is a movie that I can't do anything <laughs> while I'm watching it because oh, it just sucks yeah. me in. You know. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah. see, for me, Red Notice is like that too, because I'm sucked into the charming character. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like I said, it wasn't a diss. It's just, uh, just two different perspectives. Yeah, no, but that's y- very true. Very true. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Okay, Dougie, we're getting up there. Top. Actually, top. considered nobody. It's a good yeah, movie. Yeah. I'm actually <laughs> my favorite a part is when he, it didn't make it. I, my favorite part is when he when he takes the gun, and these guys are you know way outnumbering him. And he he takes the gun and he drops all the bullets out of it. He's <laughs> basically saying this is going to be fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, not spoiling, but it's in the previews. Yeah. Okay, so my uh, number five, getting down there now, very exciting. My number five is a little film called House of Gucci. Wow, I really liked that film. I thought it was great acting. It was interesting. It was so perfect time period. I'm amazed it didn't get more uh, awards. That Ridley Scott knows how to film them. That's true. It was Ridley Scott, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'll talk about Ridley Scott here in a little bit. I'll but bet not you will. <laughs> uh, another fantastic filmmaker who found his way onto my top 10 list again uh, would be Paul Thomas Anderson with my uh, number five, Licorice Pizza. Yes, uh, I just he's got a he's got a a, a, a a what do you call it? He's got something that goes straight into my veins when yep, I watch his he's films. Got a grip on you. Just love him. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Elena Haim. Haim. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she was just so wonderful to watch on screen. And uh, Cooper Hoffman, just a great fun. Easygoing, lighthearted throwback to the seventies in like oh, Hollywood, and absolutely it was just so true. fun. Like uh, that's a movie to me that's fun. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> well, and it was fun. It, it made my uh, honorable mention. Yep, so, that's yeah. right. That's right. Right, right. Okay, Dougie, number four. <sighs> number four. Number four is an Amy Adams movie, The Woman in the Window. Yeah, very good. Uh, very uh, very well filmed, very super well acted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it got any awards or anything, but I really liked it. I, and what's strange about that is, as you know, but the audience may not know that that's not necessarily my kind of a movie. No, but it, it was super well done. Yeah, it was really and well I truly done. mean well done, <laughs> as um, opposed to well, it was well done. <laughs> yeah, that's a movie that could have gone a different way completely, but it stuck right in their wheelhouse of like suspense not horror but like enough suspense that made it kind of horrifying (laughs) yeah yeah and and psychological not visual horror like don't get me wrong it's not a pg or pg-13 film (laughs) there's plenty of violence but it was mostly psychological horror as opposed to and that's what that's what appealed to me Mm -hmm. uh it was like um alfred hitchcock in his uh like working with a Jimmy Stewart and yeah. the rear window, yes, things exactly, like that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So awesome. I might have to watch more of that kind. Ooh. I don't know. Well, I watched Nightmare Alley because of it. Yeah. And because you liked I thought Nightmare it would be Alley, similar. I think I liked it. There were parts of it sure. I slammed, but yes. I thought I thought so. I thought it was pretty good. How about you? What's your number? My number four. Yes. You will find on the bottom of your list. Yes. It's a a little beautiful tale. Oh no. About Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the movie is Finch. It will not find the bottom of my okay, list. Okay. Okay. Um. Man, did I love this movie. I it know was you emotional. Did. It was beautiful. It was personal. Uh. There was a lot of coughing. Oh my gosh, so much blood. <laughs> Sorry, I, I couldn't resist. It oh, was a good little film. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I will watch it again. It's just oh yeah. I, was, I think it's cool how much how moved you were by the film. I I think that's great. I just uh there's a I don't I don't want to spoil anything on our no, no. on our uh, our film, but there were just a couple of moments in that film that like yeah. had me in tears. Like, right. Yeah. So if you want if you want to uh if you want Kevin to spoil it, you can watch our uh, review of that. Where when we do spoilers, yep, as we do spoilers at the end of lots of our mm-hmm, uh, podcasts. Mm-hmm. All right, so number three. Oh, it's getting so exciting now. I know. <laughs> My number three is uh, the film that should have got Andrew Garfield uh, more of a nod, and that is Tick Tick Boom. Oh, I'm glad that that made your list. I loved that movie. Yeah, it was just. I, I'm not sure I can explain why I liked it so much. It just uh there's something about it. Yeah. No, I get something I get it. I get to it. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad he got some love on this list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um kind of the opposite of tick tick boom. <laughs> boom tick tick? Yeah. More like slash slash bleh. Uh my number three is Ridley Scott's masterpiece, The Last Duel. Oh, forgot about that one. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can listen to our... I think we actually had a pretty good conversation on our episode where we yeah, recorded we about it. but uh, Especially in the spoilers section. Yeah. I hope if you listen to us, you 
you see the movie first. I think that's the best way to do it. Always, and, always. Yeah. But if not, I mean, I we can we give do you a an idea. Job, but uh, yeah. we try. Or watch the first part until we get to spoilers. Watch the movie if you if we've recommended it, and uh, you know, let us be our con- your conscience now. Yes. And uh, and then go back and watch the spoilers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, last duel. Man, I just loved it. It just oh, it made me feel so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It, it was too disgusting for me. Yeah, as we discussed. Okay, Dougie, number two. Okay, I suppose you could laugh me off of the stage I'm if about we actually to. had a stage. <laughs> My number two is Free Guy. I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dougie, you know, free, I, free Guy out of eighty four films I watched this year, Free Guy made my uh, f- Free Guy made top fifteen. It did. It's a great movie. So yeah. fun. It's so fun, and and I have now watched it four times. Oh, oh and I don't gosh. watch movies four that times. Shocked me. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. I watched it. You know, in the theater, I watched it twice. In the, actually, it might be five times now. <laughs> watch it twice in the theater once just on my own at home, once with your mom for a few minutes, and, <laughs> yeah, and then once with your brother, who also loved it. It's so good. It, it really is. And, you know, if, if I'm just picking movies, I loved, I loved Free Guy. Uh, that's just, great. It felt fresh. I I know there are some who'd say, well, no, you know, they that's been done before. But it was really fun to have this. It felt fresh to me. Did it? Yeah. It did. It felt like a new look. Yeah, at a, at an old subject that has been done before. Yeah, right. But it did. It didn't feel like old hack or whatever. Yeah, like it didn't yeah. feel like they were just ripping off something old. Like it felt fresh. I agree. It, it did, and it was. And uh, Ryan Reynolds is just a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and, and you get another great performance out of Jodie Comer yeah. in that. Um, yeah, they were they were they were both really really good. Yeah. Um, really yeah. Good. So that's my. Number two, do you want to hear my number one? Oh, just <laughs> kidding. Do you want to hear my number two? Yes, I do. My number two is a little bit a little film about a deaf girl. <laughs> oh. My number two film is Coda. And she's not deaf, sorry. A girl living with a deaf family. Right. Uh Coda. And she's a she's got a beautiful voice. And she uh, does. You know, we don't well, again, we did a, a full episode on Coda, so you can go listen to it to hear our total thoughts but man i loved coda it is getting a lot of oscar buzz now which i was afraid it wouldn't because it happened so early in the year and it was only released on, on apple. apple yeah oh good grief that film should be in every theater in the country <laughs> well uh yeah i it, it was a great movie uh yeah. i there wasn't much wrong with it at all no no it's a great story and it uh it is about people who are deaf and actually had really great deaf actors playing the parts of deaf people. Go imagine. Yep. Yep. Um, That's a hot just, button in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, people who are like the characters they are cast as. It is kind of, isn't it? Uh, I've noticed that a little bit. Yeah. There's, and maybe rightfully so. Yeah. In, in certain and elements. As much as possible. In certain elements. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So? Well, and it's, I mean, it's not always, it doesn't always work. Uh, looking at uh, Riz Ahmed, who played that guy who lost his hearing yeah, in uh, right. Sound of Metal, yep. you know, that 
that doesn't i mean it doesn't always work but no but uh but what a great opportunity for marley matson uh troy kotzer and the brother i can't remember his name but uh the mom and dad in that movie are so good they were and the girl and she's great amelia she really Jones. is she has yeah. a beautiful voice uh she and she uh, had to had to learn she's amazing actually if you think about it she had to learn sign language uh she had to learn to sing basically i mean she could already sing obviously mm-hmm. but she t- had to take lessons and stuff right she had to do all this pretty fast had to do a lot of work in a little bit yeah. amount of time to film yeah. that movie i bet and then film a movie right it doesn't way. have i'm sure it didn't have a huge budget it doesn't look very it looks really independent like it yeah, it, but it looks good. It looks yeah. good. It looks yeah. authentic is what it right. looks like. But it right. doesn't there's not a lot of big scenery or not a lot of big action pieces or CGI or anything like that. It it looks like it could have been shot on an iPhone, actually. Yeah. You know. Huh. Uh, well, it's been a long time since I saw it. Looks it looks so. great. But I mean, uh yeah. another movie that made my top fifteen was No Sudden Move. Uh that was filmed on an iPhone. So Yeah. Uh right. So yeah, no, I wasn't trying to diss it, but no. All right. Okay. Well, Dougie, I think they're calling us on stage. I think so too. To announce the uh, the winners of the frothies live, coming at you right now. So good. Might even be the best movie of the year. After uh, the masking and uh, all the COVID and everything, it is amazing to see everybody out there. It's so nice to see you all tonight. It is good to see you back in the groove here. Yes, and welcome to the Frothies. Yes. This is uh, this is our fourth annual our Frothies. fourth annual yeah. Frothies. Can't believe we're saying that out loud. No, I can't either. Uh, this is the award that everyone really wants. The yes. Oscars are great, but as you saw from last night, they often get things uh, right and wrong. You know? Yeah, but, uh, exactly. But, uh, exactly. Yeah, this is the one that actors and filmmakers really want to bring home and show their parents. I know. What you're doing. Hey, how are you doing? Okay. Hey, <laughs> Take the Oscar and put it behind the frothy. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the one they want on display. I, I think so, yeah. Hey, yep. Meryl. <laughs> well, should we get started? Let's get started. All right, so our first award tonight is the Top Hop, which is a favorite performance by a female in a leading role. 
The contestants are Alana Hyam for Licorice Pizza, Amelia Jones for Coda, Amy Adams for Woman in the Window, Jody Comer for The Last Duel, and Lady Gaga for The House of Gucci. And the winner is Amelia Jones for Coda. Ah, she did such a great job in that she movie. She did. She did. All right, our second our second frothy roaster's choice, which is our favorite performance by a female in a co-leading role. And the nominees are Carrie Mulligan from The Dig, Jodie Comer from Free Guy, Jenna Ortega, The Fallout, Florence Pugh from Black Widow, and Rachel Ziegler from West Side Story. And the winner is Rachel Ziegler, West Side Story. Maria. Maria. Yeah. Maria. Yeah, I think they'd rather hear her sing. All right. Yeah, fair yeah, yeah. Good choice. Good choice. So the next award is Supreme Bean, the favorite performance by a male in a leading role. The contestants are Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom, Bob Odenkirk, Nobody, Tom Hanks, Finch, Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and Bradley Cooper, Nightmare Alley. And the winner is... Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. Ooh, so deserving. So deserving. I agreed. Our next award is Taster's Choice, our favorite performance by a male in a co-leading role. And we have nominated Adam Driver from The Last Duel, Troy Kotzer from Coda, Javier Bardem being the Ricardos, Will Smith, King Richard, and Mike Faced. From West Side Story. Ah. And the winner goes to Troy Kotzer nice. for Coda. Nice. Very yeah. good. He was amazing in yeah. that. I agree. So good. I agree with their choice. <laughs> uh, once again, folks, thanks for sending in the, uh, the ballots. Appreciate that. The next award is the Picture Perfect Award. This is the movie that most with the most memorable image or imagery. The finalists are The Last Duel, Licorice Pizza, Power of the Dog, Nightmare Alley, Woman in the Window. And the winner is Woman in the Window. Oh, yes. It's a little very bit of a good. surprise. A little to surprise me, to me. I, I don't disagree. It was very well crafted. Yes, very well yes, crafted. Yes. The next award, the frothy for What the Foam, which is the most shocking moment in a film. We have nominated The Last Duel, When Her Punishment is Revealed. Mm. Power of the Dog, let's just call it Rope Burn. (laughs) Woman in the Window, pick a scene, any scene. Nobody, when he empties the chamber. And I think everyone knows what I'm talking about when I say don't look up. The Brontorock. <laughs> I think so. If they've seen the movie, <laughs> it's pretty unforgivable. Uh, unforgettable. And the winner is Don't Look Up, The Brontorock. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Meryl. I think that's your first frothy, actually. <laughs> I, it might be. It might be. <laughs> Very good. All right. The next award is the Warm It Up Award. The moment in a movie where your heartstrings were tugged. 
The finalists are Encanto, Let's Build a House, Coda, A Father Let's Go, Tick Tick Boom, The Song is Finished, No Time to Die, Calling in the Bombs, and Finch, Playing Fetch. And the winner is Encanto, Let's Build a House. It's a great moment. Yeah, it was. Very, uh, very, uh, touching. What's, uh, what's uh, the Christmas movie? Uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. Very, it's a wonderful life to me at yes. the end there. <laughs> okay, very good. The Funny Bone is our next award. It's for favorite comedy. We have nominated Don't Look Up, Inside, Free Guy, Suicide Squad, or Red Notice. And the winner is Don't Look Up. Nice. I never really liked that movie that much. <laughs> but it's true. Bringing in the really? awards. Yeah. I feel like when I, we talked about it, you liked it a lot. It was, I don't know. I go back and forth on it. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Oh, well. All right. Well, this isn't about you and me. This is about no, the listeners. No, it is not. The next award is the Aromatic Audio. The year's best soundtracks. The finalists are Tick Tick Boom, Coda, Licorice Pizza, Encanto, and The West Side Story. And the winner is, once again, Encanto. Oh, very nice. You know, when I cast my own ballot for this, yes. uh, I had a hard time picking between Tick Tick Boom or Encanto. So Yeah. I, I I think I probably would have gone with Encanto, too. All right. But a quick break before we get to the Frothy Award. Right. I don't know if the listeners remember, but you and I did not reveal our no, six-pack full pot award. So this is it. This is the, the moment where you and I get to decide what our own personal number one film of 2021 is. Yes. And so we'll do ours. And our then, number one. And yeah. then we're going to tell you what your yes, number one. Exactly. Guys, this is really about you as well as us. So this this whole show is mostly about them. It's true. Oh, <laughs> no no question. Okay, Dougie. Tell us what it is. What is your number I one? I wanted to go second on this because I know what you're picking. <laughs> I believe the best movie of the year is Coda. Great movie. Yeah. It is a great movie. Yep. It was my number two. 
I can't fault you. No, that's true. Great. We've talked about it already. So go ahead and tell us. I know what yours is. My number one film of the year is a movie I have seen about nine times now in total because I can't not put it on in the background. I've seen it just watching it straight through two, maybe three times. Oh, no. It is Tick, Tick, Boom. Hello. Hi. Welcome. I'm Jonathan Larson. I am 29 years old. I work at the Moondance Diner. Check. One sec. Do we take reservations? No, we do not take... We're, we're a diner. I have an original rock musical. Hey, boy genius. That I have spent the last eight years of my life writing. He's getting out. You're gonna be rich and famous. And rewriting. Did you crack it yet? Oh, I'm getting so close. And rewriting. Can I hear it? Any day now. Eight years! And the time keeps ticking. You need to ask, are you letting yourself be led by fear or by love? Fear, a hundred percent fear. I don't know what this show is. <laughs> it's not Power of the Dog? No. <laughs> oh, I am so shocked. No, Power of the Dog didn't even make my top 15. No, it didn't. How uh, in the world did you pull that over on me? <laughs> Oh, you've given that movie so much praise. Let's talk about wait, which movie? Power of the Dog. Yes. Oh, that's just because I like just I just like ribbing you. No, you should, <laughs> folks. You should feel sorry for me. Just an old guy trying to have some fun here in life, late in life, I might add. Okay, my I, son's torturing I, me with I, I terrible like, movies. I like Power of the Dog a lot, and <laughs> I, I can't help it. I'm still laughing. <laughs> but yeah, no, there was no way that was going to crack my top 10. Uh, so now tell me why you like Tick, Tick, Boom so much. Because I can't explain it exactly. It was so inspirational to me. This guy believes in himself yeah. like no one else. I mean, he has a few friends that believe in him. But you can tell his agent doesn't really believe in him. Uh, he's he gets little handouts of like praise and congrats, but he he believes in himself like nobody else, and he's gonna do this. And I love the music. I thought the music was amazing. I thought Andrew Garfield was astounding. He was, and and uh, by the way, the, the our choice was uh, the, your choice was Andrew the, Garfield. Yeah, for the, the listeners. Best actor. Yeah, yeah, they picked him too, uh, and they picked him with an astounding lead. Yeah, he was amazing. We don't really reveal no totals. Of course not. Of but uh but he was very much ahead of the pack. Yeah. Um he's yeah. so good. He was shocking to me too because I didn't know he could sing. No. Uh, and that first song, he just nails it and uh I think I want to be him actually in the movie. Like I feel like I don't have a drive like he does. So it makes me yeah. envious. Uh, he yeah. feels this clock, which I feel too sometimes. Like, 
I like to consider myself a creative person. I like yeah. the I like playing the guitar. I have some music that I've written, and you know, yes, you have. This podcast is a lot of fun, but like, it doesn't make us any money, and so like, no. I just there's always this. I'm always walking this line of like, what am I doing? Like, I should just stop this stuff because I'm not going anywhere with it. Like, versus like, it's something I enjoy and like, you know, like, I don't know. So like, I just, I felt really intertwined with that character. And so to see him and to know kind of how his story ends up, even though he doesn't get to find out how his story ended up, which is so... Again, it makes it more touching. Kind of emotionally yeah. like stirring. Yeah. And uh I thought his friend Michael, uh, who who does, he quits acting and sells advertisement because yeah. uh, you know, he has HIV and uh Yeah. He needs to make as much money as he can so he can enjoy the life he has, kind of thing. You know, like right. I don't right. know, I just I really to... in that movie, doesn't he also say he realizes he's not that good. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's one of the ones that truly believes in uh Jonathan Larson, yeah. played by Andrew yeah. Garfield. He's like he's like, I'm not that good. Right. But, but you, you are. are. You yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And huh. so I don't know, it's just uh the, the relationship that she really she loves him, he loves her, but he's also like dedicated to himself and his work. Yeah, and I don't right. know, I just there's there's so much good in that movie. And yeah. Uh, it's just apparently incredibly rewatchable to me, <laughs> and I love it every time. Yeah. Uh, now you know I've not rewatched it, but I've thought about it a lot, and uh, I don't, I can't, uh, I can't pick this. It was on my top ten. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which surprised me too, actually. So. Oh really? Yeah. 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 So. So there wow. it is. But now, the moment you've all. Listen to this yeah, whole podcast all, for. <laughs> it's all being built up to this very moment when we announce your top choice for movie of the year. Also the, known as the Frothy Award for the Six Pack Full Pots. The nominees are The Last Duel, Tick Tick Boom, The House of Gucci, Coda. Licorice Pizza, The Woman in the Window, or The Dig. And the winner, written in, not even on our list, the winner, written in by our listeners, was The Power of the Dog. What? Wait, hold on a second. I wrote that wrong. They picked Coda. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'm just kidding, Dougie. Oh, they did not pick goodness. Power of the Dog. The listeners have voted Coda, the picture of the year. Oh, oh that's the best surprise <laughs> I've had in a long time. Because that is a great movie, and I hope it wins. I do too. I hope it wins. And uh, now, obviously, the listeners know whether it won or not. And right. uh, and congratulations. I guess I should have said I hope it won. Yeah, congratulations yeah. to whoever did take home the big, the big movie prize at the Oscars. But uh, yes, just so the cast of Coda knows, you're yeah. number one in you, our books. You're amazing. <laughs> okay, Dougie. 
That was it. That was the frothies. That's, that's it. Thanks for uh, playing along with us. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you to all who voted. Thank you for all who tune in for just this episode to hear what our number, our, our 10 best is. And, yes. Uh, and yeah, uh, excited to, uh, we, we usually do a little bit of a catch-up episode in the, in the few weeks to come because we have been watching uh, 2022 films. Yes. Uh, I believe our next episode, we are going to review The Batman. The Batman. With uh, with Robert Pattinson, yes. Zoe Kravitz, oh, yeah. so many good things in that movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> sort and, of. Uh, <laughs> I was surprised how how uh, how much you agreed on that. But yeah. we'll have to talk about it next week. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week. Uh, a couple of things, just a reminder: we are on TikTok, and if oh, you yeah. are local, or if you are not local but want to fly in and meet us, <laughs> uh, we are hosting. A movie trivia night at Tsunami Tap Room here in Salem, Oregon on Commercial Street. You can just Google it for the address. April 9th from 5 to 7. There will be prizes. Uh, it's a tap it's a tap room. No minors allowed. So keep that in mind. Um, but there will be prizes. We will do movie trivia. We're going to kind of keep it in the six-pack theme, and we're going to do six rounds and six categories. And uh, yeah, I'm it should really be fun. We've been look, we've been working on it now for about a month. Yeah, so, uh, it's going to be fun. You can come meet us, take away some swag, and it's going to be a good night. So there you go. Yeah, April 9th, five to seven at Tsunami Tap Room in Salem, Oregon. So we'll see you soon. Yes. One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is created and hosted by Kevin and Doug Zane. Follow our social media on Twitter at One Brew Over for Kevin and at The Old Man and Da Brew for Doug. Keep up with the podcast on Instagram at One Brew Over. Email your feedback to onebrewover at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, leave a review and tell a friend. Sound bites and trailers for films are taken from YouTube and do not belong to this podcast. All original music is written and recorded by Kevin Zaid. For archival episodes and more, go to www.onebrewover.com. And thanks for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.